Welcome to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. I am Larry Monkey, and I'm joined by Justin Rogers. What's up, dude? Man, another lovely day. Lovely day. I spent it outside working, so I got a little sweat, but it was just, I mean, it was better than being stuck inside. I'm I'm always down to work outside, so uh, even in the 90-degree Mississippi heat, it's fine by me. We had a cold front come through, and it's like 88 or 90 degrees this week. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. You heard about that? What's going on in Denver where it was record heat? It was like 101 degrees like yesterday or something. And now they're going, they're getting like two feet of snow. Right. Yeah. yeah. I have some friends, you know, I, I lived in Yellowstone for a while and I got some old friends there that are posting about the snow and stuff. The only month I never saw snow there was August. So, I mean, I saw it June, July, September. So it's about right. I can give you an update on my home draft. I was going to ask home draft you. That took a shit last week. And yeah, I'll tell ask. us about what the hell, the, the <laughs> aftermath of that. Five minutes prior to, to us going live, the league just crumbled into the siege. It was just a big FU, FU, I'm out. Uh, one guy was like, the guy I kind of co-commission with, I don't know, he's all about sleeper, but although he's never been in a sleeper league of any kind. So I was like, I don't want to commission this league anymore. This is... You be the commissioner. Do it on sleeper. Let's fucking go. Let's just do this. We replaced one guy, the toxic guy. We we swapped him out with it with another buddy. So it's still a buddies league, and we did a sleeper draft, a sleeper slow draft. That's where we're at now. We, the draft just finished yesterday. You know, we got out of Yahoo because that was it was a Yahoo league for a million years, and now we've like you know. And I said, I'm like, yeah, the draft and sleeper is great, but you know, after that. You know, it kind of blows for me at least. So we'll see how it goes. Um, so how many sleeper leagues do you have now? Just the one? Well, I have one dynasty. I'm in the Warzone Listener League, the Dynasty Warzone Listener League. That was on sleeper. And then I also, the Warrior Bowl and the Hunger Bowl okay. are both charity redraft leagues. So right. I'm in a total of four leagues three redraft yeah. so uh, hopefully hopefully with so many i will be more engaged and maybe that'll get me into sleeper who knows yeah maybe so i mean like i refuse to do another nfl.com draft or whatever because i'm in one and it's like the only one i have on that one and i just i hate opening the app like it's the only time that i open is for the one league uh. and I, I mean i'd rather them migrate over to any other site just so that I have it shared with another league. Cause you're right. I mean, if you don't, if you don't like the site and you only have like one team on it, you just, it, it gets kind of, it gets lost in the shuffle. Yes. Um, I'm a big MFL guy. And, and again, I had a few redraft leagues on Yahoo, uh, just ones that I've always had, but yeah. So sleeper, maybe I'll be more engaged with my sleeper leagues. Uh, the war zone, I would, I was I was into it a little bit more over this past summer just because I was kind of I would always forget about it like I'm I'm kind of last when it comes to adding players and stuff like that. Uh, I've made I made a few trades. I was really engaged during the draft because I you know I always get a bunch of draft picks, so I had a lot of draft picks for the rookie draft this 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 in the Warzone League. So it was. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm checking it more. I'm I'm thinking about it more. So maybe this will just I don't know. Maybe this will get me into sleeper. Who the heck knows? But whatever, man. I mean, I'm I still have 27, 26 or 27 um, MFL leagues. 
Yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think anything's gonna drag me off of NFL. I mean, right. the interface is still like 1992, but yeah, I just like the customization. And now that I know how to navigate it, it's easy. You know, yeah, there's a learning curve, and then once you once you get that learning curve, it's a piece of cake. Right. I don't use the app with MFL. I just go, I use my phone, but I go on, I just surf on the web to get to MFL. And that's how I, I actually use the app a little bit. I like the, the platinum app. Um, okay. I use it for trades and stuff like that. Cause it's really easy. You know, I could set up a trade and I, I spam trade offers out to one of my leagues for Peyton Barber oh. for, I was just asking for a third from anybody. I still have like half the league that <laughs> responded, but you know, nice. whatever, I don't care. Nice. I gotta drop somebody, so and yeah. it may not be Peyton Barber because I think maybe he gets some carries or something. But you know that that whole depth chart's a mess. But I figured I might get a third from somebody somewhere. Come on. Yeah. Well, maybe you, you may need to you may need to see. I mean, well, J.D. McKissick. You think he'd get you a third? He's he's listed atop that depth chart in Washington. Whatever yeah. that's worth. Which I mean, it's got to be breaking the Antonio Gibson people's hearts. That he wasn't already just going to get 20 carries. Come on. I feel like I want Peyton Barber over J.D. McKissick. Isn't Barber in Washington? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I think I think Barber will end up getting the most carries in that backfield just because he's the guy that can carry it. At least, at least you know he can carry the load. Right. So I'm not sure that I, – I have no doubt that there's no way that Antonio Gibson's going to be a bell cow. I don't see how McKissick – gets that job. So I think McKissick is eight to 10 carries and three or four targets a game kind of ceiling. I don't know. Maybe part maybe Peyton Barber gets 15 carries. And right. Yeah. And then you're, you know, and then it's, I guess it's Gibson's job to lose that they clearly want him to be the guy, but it's funny, all of these top running backs that came out, I don't know if you saw the Ryan McDowell tweet today, where he listed all the all the rookie running backs, rookie RBs listed with first team for week one. This is a tweet from Ryan McDowell from four hours ago. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, it's not J.K. Dobbins, it's not Jonathan Taylor, it's not Cam Akers, it's not DeAndre Swift, it's not Zach Moss, it's not Antonio Gibson, it's not A.J. Dillon, it's not Keyshawn Vaughn, dot, 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 James Robinson. Wow. <laughs> yeah, look, I grabbed him on waiver wires earlier this week, like, what the hell is going on with the Jaguars? Like, well, we got this guy who ran a bunch in college. Let's just give him a shot. So, I mean, if they're your team, and if you're in your survivor leagues, just pick the guy, pick the team who's playing against the Jaguars. Because yeah. I don't think they're looking to, I don't think they're very interested in winning. And I think they're going to be in a negative game script most of the time. So, DJ Chark. Fire Minshew. Yeah. Fire Minshew. Yeah. Chark should be, Chark, Chark should clean up. One yeah, the, it, it could be a Bortles, uh, A-Rob situation from like, what was that, 2016 or whatever. Oh, junk time. Yep, a lot of junk time. So Nice. Yes, that was some, some crazy shit right there because, you, you I mean, and, and you expect a lot of those running backs to f- eventually see the field as the season goes on. But for week one, that's, that's where we're at right now. Week one starts Thursday, and we're recording this on Tuesday. So um, this will probably be released most likely Wednesday or maybe even Thursday morning, depending on how busy my, my day gets, uh, because I have to be a, a fucking teacher now because my daughter is <laughs> learning and we have these, we have these learning pods we're putting together in, in New Jersey. We, so we, you, you get these kids together now. So I'm going to be a teacher for five kids. This is a terrible idea. Who, who approved this? <laughs> <laughs> who 
prove this. There's going to be five kids in my house on Monday and Tuesday. And then I send my kid to somebody else's house Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. I don't know where you got. Where were we going? How, what? I don't know where we got. Washington. Yeah, guys drunk driving again. James Robinson. What's his? Let me talk about the coming in hot draft. So we had Bo McBig time on last last episode. The boss of the sauce, the hot box batch creator boss. Yeah, he's the man. Uh, he organized this coming in hot draft, which is a uh, which was a best ball draft where you every round you are eating a different hotter sauce than the last round based on Scoville units. Uh, and this started out uh, at a at kind of like you're a hot sauce. So by the time we're and then there's this death wheel they were spinning once every round. And if it landed on you, you had to yeah, it was nuts, man. And my problem, and I should have known better since I'm a seasoned, you know, hot sauce guy and a seasoned beer drinker, that when you're eating hot stuff, you need something other than beer to put the fire out. Right. So I, I made myself a frozen pizza and I, I made a, an order of wings for myself. So I was using that to put the sauce on. So I'm putting like this, this, this death, um, death rain stuff on a piece of pizza and I'm eating this little pint, little, and I'm just, you know, you, you get the hiccups. You're, <laughs> right. you're, you know, you got all that, you know, snots coming out and your eyes are running and whatever your nose is running, your eyes are tearing and constantly putting beer, I'm putting out the fire with beer. So I'm, you know, 13 beers later at the end of this draft, I'm a mess. Uh, I'm, I was in the bathroom eight times before 1 PM the next day. So, yeah, dude, it was no joke. And, um, the fantasy stoner, if you go check out his page, he was in bad shape. Uh, FF intervention. Oh my goodness. There, there was so much um, stuff on Twitter about this about this draft uh stoner was hallucinating in the shower after after this draft and uh, chase ff intervention like he had a shirt off i mean he, he looked like he went 10 rounds with like mike tyson it was just it, it was unreal just the uh, what a night and i'm kind of still reeling from it because that was last thursday um friday I ended up having more beers and Saturday. I mean, it's, it's, these are like all like the redrafts. So I'm, I'm pounding beer Saturday. Yesterday was like our Sunday. So I was hammered the whole fucking week, the whole weekend. I was basically hammered. And then um, I feel yeah, I just felt like complete shit today. <laughs> so I didn't, yeah. I didn't drink. That'll again. happen. That'll happen after you go on a bender. I'm just saying. Um, and this is exactly what it was, man. I was like, on a, I've been on a bender since Thursday. I even so, said, I even said to my wife, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to drink again the rest of the year. That's what I said. <laughs> the whole year, huh? Yeah. I was going to say, so this is like uh, maybe the first podcast that we've ever recorded that you're not drinking a beer, huh? Well, the Mac McDowell one, I was pretty sober. Ryan McDowell. Oh, okay. That's on my best behavior for, for that one. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> but yeah, man, it was... Um, I, I, you know, and I normally don't drink after... Usually New Year's Day... I usually hold out to the NFL draft before I have like my first. I don't drink from New Year's Day to. Oh fuck! Did I? Holy shit! You know what? I'm in a draft now. Ugh. Did you time out? I just I timed out and I got fucking Chicago D. What what round okay. was that? Disable auto draft. Oh, I got okay. Like, <laughs> 
Oh boy. All right. That's what I would have taken, but I probably should have set my cue. I took the fuck. I took this. So I'm in this, whatever I'm in this free, uh, my buddy's kid does a draft and he wanted me to be in it. So I, I made the first bunch of picks. Then we, I jumped on with you and then I turned the sound off. Cause I don't want to hear like the, the ling, or, right. you know, the, it's you're on the clock sounds and you know, stuff like that. So I, how many picks did you miss? I missed two picks. Oh shit. I was awarded Mike Gesicki and Chicago D Okay. And it's only and it's so I was the guy that took I took the ninth round defense. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Well, on, on the plus side, you know, defense now on the bad side, like I got Chicago's defense in the 14th round on Saturday. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully my lineup, my starting lineup is probably pretty set, but yeah, you know, you like to fill up those uh even in redraft. I just want depth, depth, depth. So, have you have you gotten Zach Moss anywhere? I have not. I've got no interest in Zach Moss. I really yeah, don't. I don't have him anywhere, but I'm sizing him up right right about now for my next pick, just because I don't have him anywhere. Well, you might you might want to set a queue in case you forget about him. That's again. what I did. I just put him in the yeah. queue. I'm going to put Michael Gallup in there. Tyler yeah. Boyd's going to go in there. Oh, there's too many good players around to be selecting Zach Moss if Gallup and but, Boyd but, again. This is a standard. Oh, it's a half PPR. So it doesn't matter, standard or not. I mean, what Zach Moss is ceiling, like 700 yards? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah screw that. And yeah. I could use another quarterback. Should I take Burrow, Joe Burrow? No. In a redraft? No, I already have no. L. Jackson. I took Lamar Jackson. Yeah, so you don't take another quarterback. Well, All right, just- so so I took Lamar. You, we talked about this prior. So you took yeah. Lamar in the second round. Yes, I- so, yes, yes. So we both did redrafts this weekend. And we both took Lamar Jackson in the second round. Yeah, I had two redrafts, uh, and this, my second one on Sunday is the one I commissioned. And it's a standard 10-team, no PPR. One pretty, QB. Yeah, one QB, pretty generic, like one quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver, and a flex, and a kicker D. Don't judge me for the kicker D. It's an old league with a oh. bunch of traditionalists. Oh. So anyways. Uh, and oh, and that was the league I got the Bears in the 14th round, so that was Sunday. So I went Joe Mixon in the first, and uh, 12 of the first 15 picks were running backs, but one of those, one of those 15 picks was me in the second round at the 203 with Lamar Jackson. When I made the pick, I just didn't know how to feel about it. Like, okay, cool, Lamar Jackson's a, a beast, whatever, but. It just got, it felt weird to me. I, I have not taken a quarterback early in years. I like uh, of the local people in in Mississippi and everything. I'm I am late QB. I might have been late QB before anybody else was late QB. Like right. I mean, it was. I just I hate taking quarterbacks early, but I did. I took Lamar Jackson. I was like, mm, you know, he's a difference maker, and I can probably make it up on the back end. So then I went Chris Carson, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift. Now. I went Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift in the fourth and fifth round in both leagues. Yeah. I just the, the value was there, and I was like, I, I, I think if I hit on these guys, especially this league, six of ten people make the playoffs. You only have to be mediocre. So if I could just be mediocre and get in the playoffs and have one of those two guys as a bell cow later, good. And I took Dobbins later as well, but my first wide receiver was Odell Beckham in the sixth round. Nice. So... And then I had Gallup and Debo and Sterling Shepard. And I just didn't feel great about my wide receivers. Even in a standard league, I wanted something more. Well, that same draft, I had to draft the team right behind me 
at the 108. I had the 107, and it's a snake. So I had to draft that team right behind me because one of our guys dropped out of the league literally as we started. He's like, send me the link to the thing, whatever. I send him the link. He's like, it's not working. I said, it's not active yet. We haven't started the draft. we got to pick pick our draft order and all that. I, I text him and say, okay, we're set. Everything's good. I don't hear from him. We get to his pick, nothing. And at that point, I'm like, well, shit. Now I gotta make I gotta make a pick. So I go to ADP. I'm like, okay, Devontae Adams. And then I, I keep going. All right, Chubb. Well, then he messages me when as his third round pick is coming on. Hey, sorry, I got tied up. I'm like, <laughs> okay, like we're doing a live draft. I mean, like, guys are sitting there. We're we're, we're trying to figure out what the hell you're doing. Yeah. You've been to this before. You know, we've got people doing it remote. You're doing it remote. Let's get this going. And I was like, I auto, I picked your first two off of ADP, and you're up in the third right now. And he's like, well, that's a waste of money. And I said, don't worry about it, man. I'll find someone to, to run this team. Go away. Ah, so, that's a big move. And you know what? It's not like you just plan the fucking date. Like, oh, yeah, today today we're doing it. Everyone, right, exactly. You know, clear our schedule. We're doing it, we're doing it in an hour. Right. So I went Chris Goblin, Mike Evans for his next two picks. I'm just picking off ADP for those first four rounds. After that, it was like, shit, I need to get this guy some some running backs or I'll never find anybody to adopt this team. Ah. So anyways, I got a couple running backs, Gordon and Bell, Cortland Sutton on there, Josh Allen, et cetera. So I get my buddy, Jeff. Shout out to Jeff. Thanks for taking this team over. Uh, much love because somebody needed to. Uh, it was a $100 buy-in, so it wasn't like it was going to be, oh, anybody can just grab this team. It needed to be someone right. who – he, I'm in a, a little chat with him and one of my other college buddies. We're all three in this league now. He sends he sends my buddy Trey a message. Says, "Hey, I sent you an offer, or I sent you a fair offer." And I was like, "I want a fair offer." <laughs> so then he's like, "What plus Josh Allen for Lamar Jackson?" Oh, nice. I, like, I don't want Lamar. I don't want Josh Allen uh, right. because let me tell you what's available on the waiver wire in this in this league. Oh, it's, if it's a 10 team league, then I'm sure there's, I'm sure you still, and a one QB, I'm sure Baker's still out there. I'm sure. It's better than that. Yeah. It's better than that. Goff, Stafford, Roethlisberger. Yeah. Uh, Minshew is still available. Yes. Mayfield. Yes. It's, this is the first year that most of the teams didn't take two quarterbacks. Like, I think they, they watch me every year. Like this has happened. Yeah. Like, they watch me. I don't take a. We leave our last two rounds to the waiver wire. So we go fourteen picks on a sixteen-man roster. I never take a kicker, right? And a lot of times I don't take a defense. Now I did this time. The Bears rolled to me in the fourteenth round. I was like, yeah, I'll take them. I can pick up anybody on the, off the waiver wire. So I went ahead and grabbed the Bears D, but no kicker or anything. Uh, yeah, so guys weren't picking kickers, and they, you know, they one guy didn't even pick a quarterback. He's like, yeah, there's there's quarterbacks available, you know. Uh, my buddy Trey, he didn't he didn't even pick a tight end uh. because the tight ends available. It's like uh, Goddard, Ebron, Gasecki, Jarwin. So there's tight ends available. The very last pick of the draft was Noah Fant. Yeah, no, there's that same same here um, in the sleeper home league. We he didn't make the tight end a premium, and he should have because. It's just like a waste of position now because they're all they're all sitting out there. It's a ten team league, and all these tight yeah. ends are sitting out there. You don't. I was like, we don't have kicker in this league, but we have defense. So I was. I basically took my last three picks where I took a defense, then I took a tight end, and then I took 
just like a random wide receiver. That yeah. I, I mean, who wasn't random? Rager was. I wanted to get, take Rager, but I was like, I can get him in a couple weeks. Uh, let me take a stab at somebody else. So I just like took a, a yeah. So so we ended up making a trade, and uh, I came back with him, and I said, uh, let me get Goblin and Sutton, and I'll give you Lamar Jackson and Sterling Shepard. Oof. So so Jackson for Jackson for Goblin and Sutton. Wow. So now now my wide receivers will be Odell. Godwin, Sutton, and Gallup to go with all my running backs. And then I'll just grab Stafford and Goff or whatever, you know, play play the streaming game yep. for a week or two. Uh, I like Stafford more than Goff, but I like Goff, Goff's first, first week matchup against Dallas. Stafford has Chicago. So uh, I don't love that. So I think I'll probably end up – or it could be Roethlisberger against the Giants. So there's options out there. And I think I can get legitimate points out of them. So that guy still has Mike Evans on his team. He does, but he doesn't have Chris Godwin anymore. Right. Or at least he doesn't have that weird, you know, low upside or capped upside, I guess I should say. Right. And do you think Brady – I mean, everyone's talking about Brady and and Josh Rosen just got signed by uh, Tampa, by the way. (laughs) So he he might be learning from the GOAT. Um, Maybe potential heir apparent, heir apparent. So anyway, do you think Brady – will be able to support all of his weapons that he has. No, no. So my goal is actually to move Godwin as soon as I can. Really? Yep. In Dynasty? I'll be trying to move him. I only have to start two two wide receivers. Um, so if I can package him with another running back and move into first-round quality uh, running back, I will. So it won't be able to happen. We have the two-day – uh, wave or two day waiting period. So I don't think I can get it done before Sunday. If I do, it'll be, it'll be real tight. Uh, we'll see what can happen, but I'd love to be able to make a move where maybe I package, let's see here. What would I have? Maybe like Carson and, uh, Godwin and get up to Dalvin cook or, you know, something like that. Right. If I could make a move like that. I mean, I'm curious to see how Brady performs. The weapons think, he has are just yeah. – I mean, Arians likes to air it out. Brady knows how to air it out. I mean, everyone – and we know how old he is. Will he be able to get the ball to Evans and Godwin? I think he might be able to. See, here's the thing. Tom Brady like, – everyone thinks that he didn't throw the ball much in recent years. That's not the case. Right. Yeah, you know, no, he never – yeah, he's always had weak running back. And, yeah, know. he's been throwing, he's been chucking the ball around. Last year it was 613 attempts. That's 613. That's like, it's like Matt Ryan territory. Yeah, I mean, the only problem is he only completed 60% of those for 4,000 yards. To I nobody mean, now. His I mean, yards per attempt was 6.6. It doesn't matter, man. He, uh, he dink and dunked. The, the problem is, like, yeah. I just don't think that he's the same quarterback. You know, a good quarterback doesn't throw for 6.6 yards per attempt. I don't care what your weapons are. Yeah. I mean, a good quarterback makes makes plays and and makes things happen. Right. I mean, was Gardner Minshew's uh, targets much better than – actually, were they better than uh, Tom Brady's, his weapons? Um, I mean, Fournette. Probably um, wait, wait. Uh, Chark, over, Chark over everybody. I take no. Chark over. No, you wouldn't take Chark over Edelman. Eh. 
you would in a dynasty, but in straight up in football, you wouldn't. Right. And Chark, I mean, uh, Minshew averaged seven yards per attempt last year. Yeah. I mean, just, and, he'll, and he'll and he'll improve as he's in his second year now. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, is Minshew was Minshew a great quarterback last year, or was he just yeah. a? Eh? And this you got the same situation. I mean, a very similar or even lesser efficiency from Tom Brady. Right. I think the fact is that he's old. He was 42 last year. He's 43 this year. It's things don't operate the way they did when you're 28, 29, 30, whatever. You know, or when you were 35. Right. He's extending his career into un, unseen territory right now. This is Tom Brady of 2020, which I don't know that it's going to be great. Yeah, so. it's going to be cur- – I'm really curious to see how he performs. Uh, just just himself. Forget about all the weapons and stuff. How is this yeah. guy in a brand – on a different, completely different team? Just the whole age thing. I don't know. The old dog, new tricks. Let's see if he can get the ball to his new weapons. I have him on a dynasty team, and I'm just like, I don't even care. I'm just like, that's eh, why we right. Yeah, I sold him in the league. I decided to rebuild in the offseason. The only place that I had Mike Evans, and I sold him. Um, and I didn't regret that one bit. I, I was afraid of what might happen to that team if I if I held on to it for another season. So, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but no, I just uh, I don't think there's any way that they're throwing for 4,900 yards this year. And if you're not throwing for 4,900 yards, how do you support these two players? Because they funneled it to those two last year, and that was the volume that they had. I don't know, man. So Thursday night, opening night, Houston, Kansas City. Uh, we know what we're going to get out of Kansas City, but Houston's got a whole bunch of new weapons with Brandon Cooks and you can almost say Will Fuller is a new weapon since he's never on the field. Right. <laughs> Randall Randall Cobb. Uh, I mean, Kenny Stills is kind of like the most consistent guy there. I've I've always liked Kenny Stills, but every time I bring him up as as the as the guy that could make some noise, everyone's just like, ah, oh, Stills is what it is. You know, you know. Yeah, I think Kenny Stills is Will Fuller light. Yeah, which doesn't bode well for him actually making a fantasy impact. I mean, he and Will Fuller play very similar games. The only difference is that we've seen Will Fuller have incredible stretches, and we've not seen much from Kenny Stills. I mean, outside of a decent year back with New Orleans, you know, many moons ago, it's he's been kind of a journeyman. You know, better for you know the whole better for the NFL than for fantasy kind of guy. Stretch the field. I mean, I almost like him a little bit only because he's been with he's been he's been with Watson now for more than more than anyone else on his that he's that he's throwing to I mean Fuller is can't stay healthy and you have Cooks Cooks and Cobb I mean who do you like I mean Cooks is kind of dealing with an injury right now too I think yeah uh it looks like Cooks is I mean possibly going to miss this week actually uh, I think it was a hamstring or something like that um he practiced limited yesterday and then today Tuesday he missed so just there's no telling. Usually midweek downgrades in practice aren't, aren't great. You know, as many times I've listened to uh, Stefania Bell talk about how practicing earlier in the week and then going down. It's a quad, by the way, not a hamstring. So the other, the other right. side of the leg. But, uh, I just – that's something to be concerned with. I have Brandon Cooks on a couple rosters and uh, got him cheap and thinking that I would at least get a few games. But – uh, may have to wait till week two to, 
to find out what he's going to be in that offense. I'm like almost on the clock here in this one league. I'm two picks before my turn, but I, Randall Cobb had a ton of targets last year, and and he's terrible. He hasn't been any good in like five years. I, I feel like Randall Cobb. He's only he's yeah. Old, you know, it's another another situation where an old guy trying to play football. You know, uh, he's not the athletic freak. He's not really. Honestly, it's only the very top end wide receivers that play into their 30s. There's a drop off at 30 for most wide receivers, and that's just because. You know, athleticism is something that people can play with. If you don't have the athleticism to mask some of the other things that you're losing, you know, when you lose athleticism from being a media, from a, and I say mediocre, uh, but that's, you know, NFL level, a mediocre NFL wide receiver athleticism, you end up being a regular guy. When an elite athlete loses athleticism, they just become a good NFL player. Right. So, you know, and they, they can use, they can use all the stuff that they've learned. Yeah. So, I mean, who are you? Do you own any any of those Houston wideouts? Do you have any Cooks or full? I mean, I don't own any any Fuller. I've never I've had got, any interest in that yeah. guy. I've got no Fuller. The only one I have is some Cooks. I have a couple Cooks shares. And uh, I'm really just hoping that he flashes a little bit and I can cash in. Uh, you know, he was one of those cheap throw-in, kind, almost a throw-in in deals yeah. this offseason. So made some moves to acquire him. Yeah, I mean he's only twenty six. Well, he'll be actually he'll be twenty seven in a couple of weeks. Yeah, which is you know in NFL terms entering his prime, even yeah. though he's been a beast for most of his career up until last year. So I think there's a good chance that he could rebound and have a season just like he has the first four seasons he was in the league. So I mean, if he doesn't go, I one would think Kenny Stills would have to step it up and and take take his his spot. Uh, for Thursday, at least, right? Which, yeah. which make for a decent, um, you know, spot start if you need need to plug somebody exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah, the problem is that you're you're committing so early in the week to a wide receiver that I don't think anybody feels good about starting. You know, right. whereas you might have somebody on your roster, a David Montgomery, if you're playing the flex, that you're hoping can play. You know that kind of thing. And you, right. So. To me, it's it would be hard for me to click the start button on stills, knowing that I'm limiting my upside, and I could yeah. have a zero floor, you know, because yeah. I don't think that he's the guy that gets six, seven, eight targets. Right. He yeah. He's playing around stuff. with some DFS stuff, he he's he's a nice cheap plug-in, I guess. Yeah. If you're but, going stars and scrubs, that kind of thing, and you're fiddling around on that, then sure. Yeah. Cool. Which that was a nice treat from Bo McBig time last week. I didn't realize how I didn't realize how uh, DFS um, savvy he was. It was nice to hear, yeah, some good takes um, on his end when it comes to that DFS strategy. Yeah, and I haven't even delved into some of the D- DFS stuff. I I have another long work day tomorrow, and I'll be throwing on some podcasts. And uh, I'm really going to miss the guys over at the Edge, uh, you know, Levitan and uh, Smiz and Peter. They their podcast was great for years, and you know they broke the band up this past off season. So uh-huh. I don't know so, what to do there. So Kareem Hunt just got an extension, two year extension. Yeah. Everybody in the dynasty world was just waiting for him to kind of yeah. go somewhere else, <laughs> check out of Cleveland, and become a, a running back one somewhere or anywhere else. What does this signing say about Nick Chubb, or does it say anything about Nick Chubb? I think this actually might be the best case scenario for Kareem Hunt. I think 
I don't think he was going to get an RB1 spot. I don't think he was going to get a bell cow role anywhere else. But I think that they could just let Chubb walk after 2021. And, you know, then Kareem Hunt has one year where he's the man in Cleveland. Because I don't think that they want to pay, you know, I think they, they're paying uh, Kareem Hunt like six and a half mil a year. I think it's like a two-year, $13 million extension. I don't think they're going to be chalking out 10, 12, 13 million dollars to Nick Chubb after that. I guess I wonder if they're looking at these running back contracts that have kind of been in the works lately and maybe Cleveland doesn't want any part of that. We can get our local guy Hunt here on a cheap. Yeah, they've already got him on the roster. He's going to be experienced and he's going to know the offense and all these things are going to work in his favor. If you're a Kareem Hunt owner, now you just have to hold. Yeah. And there's no point in selling at this point. What are you going to sell for a second, you know, a late second from a contender? Right. You know, well, might as well just hold, even if you're rebuilding, because I think he's going to have production in two years, which is, you know, if you're rebuilding, it's perfect. I mean, I, so in our HQ one league, I have Kareem hunt. I yeah. gave up a first round pick. I gave up a first round pick and Brashad Perryman for him in the off season. It was a late first rounder. Am I starting him on my starting him this week? Let me see am I, if I'm starting Kareem Hunt. I believe I am, actually. I would That's, imagine you are in that I mean, deep league. Yeah. This, we're talking about a 16-team. Start 11. Start 11. And I do have him currently in my starting lineup. I have yep. him in my starting lineup over uh, Nicole Hardman and C.D. Lamb. Yeah, those are probably the, only, the closest guys that I would probably start. Yeah. So uh, that are on my roster. So yeah, uh, I'm starting Hunt over Nicole Hardman and CD Lamb. Yeah, I think it'd be fine. So that gets into a trade. So I got a trade offer in our Dynasty Trades HQ 16 team league. I mean, you know, you'll know who it, you'll know whose side is which, but I will tell, I will, uh, the offer on one side, okay, JK Dobbins. And a 2022 second round pick or CeeDee Lamb and Chris Herndon, 1.25 tight end premium. I want Dobbins and the pick. You want Dobbins and the pick over CeeDee Lamb and Chris Herndon? Yeah. Yeah, I think you can get a better tight end. And and I think Herndon's fine, but I think you can get a better tight end than than Herndon for a second. I want Dobbins over CeeDee easily. Easily. 2022 round two from Shane. It's a Shane pick. Oh, it's going to be early, so at least you got that. Right. Well, this is 2022, so this is <laughs> I know. It's going to be early every year. Well, we have to Shane expect pick. Shane's team to suck for another couple of years, <laughs> which it might very well. Ah, so you would pull the trigger on this. Dobbins? For This is ah, this yeah, is what To me, okay, so let, let's, let me ask you, is Herndon worth a first? No, Larry. I mean, Larry. No, 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 no. Take no. your Jets fandom out. Is he's, he, not, he's definitely worth not worth a first. You're absolutely right. Okay. Not worth so a first. Is he, is he worth more than a second? Even I, in a I mean, I think he's worth a second in, in, a, yeah. in a one point, even in a one point two five, which isn't much of a premium. But right. he could be worth a second, and that's fine. Who would you rather have, Dobbins or Lamb? Ah, see, that's the thing. I mean, CD Lamb could be. If you were on the if you were on the clock in a rookie draft right now, you wouldn't even be considering CD Lamb. You're right. I'd probably be. Yeah, Dobbins was consensus top five in in 
in Superflex, he was top seven or eight, depending on if you had Herbert in there or not. In our league, in a 16-team league, Herbert would go in there. And Lamb was that next tier. I mean, that's just – to me, it's clear. Yeah. I mean, and, I – And Dobbins is a bell cow. He's a, a bona fide stud in 2021 if he doesn't take the job this year. Right. Well, Dobbins went 1-6 and Lamb went 1-9. Yeah. So. All right. Which is exactly right. You know, it was, it was the five running backs and three quarterbacks that went one through eight. Well, here's my argument. So my depth at tight end is clearly going to take a hit. Until you trade that second for somebody, but go ahead. Right. I mean, I, I have Dallas Goddard. I have Goddard still. Okay, yeah. So. And again, it's a 1.25. Is that right? You keep saying yeah. that. Honestly, yeah. don't have a clue. Uh, I could care less. I mean, like, that's just not a premium. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I have Goddard and Joku. Caden Smith, Sternberger, and Dan Arnold, my man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you thinking? You thinking? Okay. I don't even think it's a question. Yeah. Let me go to. Well, he's Wild fucking with my Herndon. He's fucking with my Herndon love. That's yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. That's your problem. Is that you? You have to. You have to pull yourself out of your Jets fandom right. to become a dynasty football, a dynasty manager, or however everybody wants to say it now, and make the right decision. Yep. This fucking because I think you can get probably mm, Hayden Hurst for a second, uh, Johnny Smith, Ian Thomas. I think all those guys could be potential second round. You know, trade trade for a second round. It might be mm-hmm. one of those where you spam out offers now and you get another guy that you could put in there. Yeah, I mean Goddard's going to be. You know, he's a he's a borderline, and and Herden Herning cannot has not proven that he can really stay healthy. No, I mean, between the suspension last year and then being, you know, banged up as soon as he he got back on the field. I mean, he had a multitude of injuries and he actually went out in the, in the um, training camp. He had a a chest injury that wasn't serious, but again, it's just something else. So, yeah. Ah, so I'm going to have Dobbins. Oh dude, I'm going to have fucking Dobbins. Fuck it. Let's just do this. All right. <laughs> I want to see what uh, – let's see here. I want to see. Have you set a lineup yet? Have I set a lineup yet? Yeah, you know, yeah. I had to go through and start setting lineups. Like, oh, shit, I need to make sure I get lineups set before Thursday because who knows if I'll have time Thursday between – Right, right, right. Damn. All right, fuck it, man. I'm going to pull the trigger on this. It's my, I think it's my only share of CD Lamb, too. That's my other concern. So I, I really liked – Go get him somewhere else. Would you yeah. say you're in 20-something leagues? You can get him somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I probably have him other places. I just don't even know about it yet. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. I'm going to respond. I'm going to take this offer. Dobbins and a 2022 second-round pick. Dobbins. Dobbins over Lamb. And I'm going to make a poll while we're doing this because I want to see what people see. I hate giving up Herndon. Or Dang Lamb. It. <laughs> I'm curious to see what Twitter says, but I think it's going to be consensus lamb in the second. I don't even think it'll be a question. I think you're probably looking at like 70, 30 or 65, 35. So I think the value is there. I think that you, that Herndon is replaceable. Um, I know that people have a, a chub for him, you know, they got hard on for him, but I just, right. to me, he's just a guy. All right. I'm going to pull the trigger on this. All right, there we go. Live trade on the air. And accept. Dang it, you accepted it. Bam. 
I think that could really help, you know, another championship run at the end of the year. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, now what is it? CMC, Mixon, Lamar Jackson, and Dobbins? <laughs> uh, my, my running backs are now Barkley, Dobbins, Hunt, McCaffrey, and Mixon. Barkley, too. Yeah. yeah. Barkley, Mixon, uh, uh, CMC, Dobbins, and Hunt. Great. <laughs> Great. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, Hunt. That's good, man. I can uh, Dobbins. Dang, I'm I'm, I'm hurting <laughs> over the Hern over losing Herndon because I tr I actually got Herndon off of Monolo, and I was like that was such a pain in the ass trying to get him out of get Herndon off of him. Oh, uh, trades with him is tough because he does that weird thing where like send me 18 players that you're interested in. <laughs> yes. Send me an offer, bet. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right, so that's a done deal. And I'm sure they'll be talking about this on HQ tomorrow. That's when they're recording their show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Make sure you uh, DM somebody and say, hey, check out this trade and, you know, discuss it. So yep. I'd like to hear their thoughts, too. I guess we'll have to wait to hear about it on the podcast. Yep, yep, on yep. On the HQ podcast. Nice. All right. Okay, so what are your thoughts on James Conner? Uh, I think he's a bum. <laughs> I don't uh, – listen, he's an injury guy. And until you have – can prove that you're not an injury guy i don't want you he screwed me last year and it was one of the ball blast girls that posted something right before i right before i was doing a draft a redraft they posted something about connor you know they, they did the same thing this year actually and i and i, I commented on the, on their their tweet because i was like yeah i fell for this last year and it ended up ruining my team so i do not <laughs> want james connor because the guy can't stay healthy. It's that simple. I don't like injury guys. If, if the guy's going to keep yeah. getting injured, then I, he can't be on my That's team. Right. And I know in redraft, his cost has just plummeted. You know, like he's just one – he's becoming a, a mid-round guy almost. He went in the third round of this home league. Uh, let's see, where'd he go in this other one? Out of curiosity, I've got, I've got these draft boards. Um, if his – Cost is dropping well far enough down, then sure. He went in third in both of those. So maybe he's not becoming a mid-round guy. A third is too early for me, even in redraft. And I, I agree with you. I don't want him in Dynasty if I can sell him for anything, anything yeah. of significance. I'll take the downgrade. Because, sure, you're going to get eight to ten good weeks. But I don't think that Pittsburgh resigns him. I think he's going to be, you know, on the scrap heap, basically, because the – the depth of the running back class is going to be so deep that I don't think that it's going to even matter when he hits free agency. He's just not his, his time as a bell cow is coming to an end very quickly. Right. Well, especially if he cannot prove that he can be one. Yeah. So I actually, uh, this trade was wrong, but I did make this, this deal with Madman. I gave up Sony, Michelle, Darwin Thompson and golden Tate and gave and got Henry Ruggs. This was in January. <laughs> okay okay yeah yeah i might still do so, that i don't so know connor and a couple scrubs scrubs for rugs yeah it was michelle uh, connor wasn't even involved in this one i must have traded oh, connor michelle and yeah it was so, michelle darwin thompson and golden tate for rugs oh gosh i do that all day yeah but i forgot who i traded connor to oh well i don't know who and see, to me, I'm not even a rugs guy, but I'd take it on the value alone. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'd yeah. be moving rugs as quick as I could too. So especially right now with the hype train. Okay, uh, here it is. Here's my here's my James Conner uh, deal, uh, which I also did.
I did the deal the same day. I made this deal at six six o'clock in the morning, and uh, the 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 rugs deal was at two ten p.m. So this was January 9th. I traded James Connor for Nicole Hardman and a twenty twenty uh, round three, which is okay. So Nicole Hardman and, and Mims for Connor two. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. Oh That's yeah. Cool. Oh, oh oh wait a minute. I got two rookies and Hardman for Connor. Who did I? Oh, this is fantastic. This is a this deal just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> uh, so, so the third round in this Devi League is is like I don't know, it's hard to explain. Mims and I took Jordan Love with the other third round pick. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. You've got you've got Green Bay's uh 2022 starter there. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's actually he's yeah he's not even he's not even the backup. He didn't even win the, another rookie won the like Tim Boyle or some kind yeah, of right. he won. So the I mean these are the guys I passed on. And in order to take Jordan Love, I passed on Lynn Bowden, Chase Claypool, KJ Hamler, Van Jefferson. There's some 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 decent names out there. Jalen Hurts. So this is the I mean this this was back in May. This is this is May eighth. When this draft was, Josh Kelly probably would have been a better pick. I don't know. You know, the, back then, all, everything kind of, you know, like yeah. there was no telling that Josh Kelly was going to be getting the hype that he has now. So, hey, I'm on Twitter right now and I see a craziness, craziness trade. All right. Gibson was just traded for two 21 firsts and a 21 fourth. Two 21 firsts. Two twenty-one firsts for Antonio Gibson. You guys, stop it. it! Stop it! Give me that in a heartbeat. Take it. Yes. Well, thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast.